Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What do you identify as what was missing or off with the offense today? Yeah, I mean, you know, first off, defense played a hell of a game. I'm not sure if they could have played any better for us as a team. Um, you know, first off, I got to play better as a you know the quarterback of this team, and I think we all got to be better on offense. Um, you know, of course, their D line, they have a great D line, great rush. Um, so I guys, so I know the guys up front. You know, wish they would have had a few plays back. Receivers, wish they would have had a few few plays back. But um, I mean, it's simple. We just got to be better. I got to be better. Um, and run game going. We didn't really get that going today. So um, you know, run game is important in our offense and like I said I got to be better as a quarterback for this team we got to get that last um, completion of moon at the end of the first half that would have been big uh, to set us up for a field goal going into the half and um, yeah I mean sh- long story short I got to be better we got to be better as a whole we're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 the score it's a plumbers 911 football Monday Presented by BC Bank, and it's not a game, Illinois.com. My ass almost had to call 911. <laughs> or Tyler did, for that matter, a couple of seconds ago. That was wild. It's like, I literally just drank, before I got that cramp, I literally drank like 64 ounces of water. This, I would say this thing holds about 32 ounces, right? And yeah, two, two big pints. And I drank two of these. And then all of a sudden I'm cramping up, and I'm like, what? The hell? Now, all I'm doing is sitting in a chair. Oh, that means I'm getting old. Uh, somebody texted in and they're like, dude, did you get a Charlie horse? Yes. I literally was for two minutes massaging my ass because my hamstring was, was tight as hell. Uh, look at that. Watching these Bears games got me feeling out of shape. Cramping up from watching the games now. That's what's going on. It's Gabe Ramirez. Uh, and not only do we have some entertaining uh, radio for you until 5 a.m. That's when I get off the radio. Uh, but all day today on 670 score, we really got, I mean, this is the best lineup in this. I mean, there's nothing that even comes close to this. When you got a radio station that has Olin Cruz, DJ Moore, and Jalen Johnson, wait, my bad. Olin Cruz, DJ Moore, Kurt Warner, and Jalen Johnson all talking about the game, two current and two former NFL players throughout the day talking about the Bears game. I mean, sheesh. And let's not forget, Brad Biggs, Anthony, five former NFL players. How did I forget Anthony Heron? It's so foolish of me. Five current and former NFL players on the show all day today, um, starting with William Hall. Dustin Rhodes kicks off the pregame show at 5 o'clock. Olin Cruz at 7, DJ Moore at 8, Brad Biggs at 9. And Bernstein and Holmes have former NFLer Anthony Heron at 11, Dan Weeder at 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel got Kurt Warner at 240, Mark Grody at four, and then Jalen Johnson at five. Uh, but right now, I got you. I got your phone calls, man. I, I, this is what I'm ready. I'm here to discuss. Any, any takes on 
the 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 Bears themselves, Justin Fields, the defense, Coach Eberflus, where what direction the Bears should be headed in? That's what we're talking about right now. I got a lot of thoughts on it, and I want to hear what you have to say as well. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Uh, let's go out to let's go to Tracy on the south side. Tracy, always like talking to you. Uh, so today you didn't think it was all on fields, huh? No, I didn't. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it, that uh, his teammates made a lot of mistakes, dropping a lot of balls. They dropped a lot of balls that they should have caught. And the uh, the running backs, they didn't show up. So <laughs> I can't put this all on fields. Yeah. How about, I mean, how about the offensive coordinators, Tracy? The the offensive coordinator, he has to go. I want, I want him out. I want the Washington Redskins offensive coordinator to come to the bass. Eric Bianami, okay, I like that. I like what you're going, Tracy, because you know me. I'm all about solutions, not problems. So it's one thing to say, oh, the offensive coordinator sucks. It's another thing to tell me who should be the offensive coordinator. And listen, I have no problem with it being Eric Bianami. An Eberflus and Bienemy combination? That sounds sexy. Actually, just that actually just made me smile a little bit. I don't know how it made you feel. Um, but Tracy, you bring up some great points that the running game didn't show up today. Roshan Johnson, if you had that as your bet for leading rusher today, uh, in the game, you won yourself some 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 serious money. Because he most certainly was that for the Chicago Bears and for the game itself. 36 yards on five rushes. And that was solely because of that little scamper at the end of the first, uh, at the at, at the end of the of a half. So outside of that, the Jerome Ford only twenty yards rushing on eight carries. Kareem Hunt seven rushes, eight yards. Bears defense was good today. Billings was good. Eddie Jackson finally coming through. I mean, it it, it it's it, it is kind of fun to watch a, a Bears game where the, the the defense is good again. Let's be honest, because that that is what we're used to. But speaking of what we're used to, somebody just texted in, which is great, from the 312. says, Gabe, I think the difference with people wanting to keep fields is they want a perennial 8-11 win or 8-11 win Bears team with not much realistic chances to win the Super Bowl. After a, a decade of losing, teams rather uh, have a chance, oh, excuse me, teams losing, oh, excuse me, decades of losing teams rather than a chance at, an, at the next legitimate top three or four quarterback, think Mahomes or Burrow. Fields can grow into a top 10 QB with better team uh, around him, but he's not elevate his teammates. I uh, shout out Drew and Andersonville. I mean, it's people are on are on either side of that, and I think that's where like within that argument that Drew just brought up is my take on the quarterback position for the Chicago Bears and and what I want them to do with you know their draft pick. It is that the potential to have a top five quarterback in the league, the potential to, and he might not be that next year, but you know what? No one expects the Bears to win the Super Bowl next year. Like, if you're talking about growing with Justin Fields as opposed to a new quarterback, like, when do you think the Bears are going to start winning a Super Bowl? It's got to be two years out, right? Like, it's not this year. It's not next year. That would be a crazy leap. And so the year after that, with another uh, year of free agency, another, you know, litany of draft picks, even if you did have Justin Fields, right? Like, and it, like it, that, that you're still two years out. And so, you know, having a quarterback that in two years could be great with a team that is still oh my God, dangerous. Dangerous to think where the Bears are at right now 
right? Because everybody calling me up talking about gay, but if you just did this, this, and this, Justin Fields could be that dude. Okay, well, let me let me paint a picture for you. And I don't even like Caleb Williams. I prefer Jake May, but let's paint the, the Caleb Williams picture. The one where he is a top five quarterback. The one where he can get the ball out quickly to DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, or whoever else the Bears bring in to, to, to catch the ball. And let's say, let's say he does read defense as well. Let's say he has the exact same escapability as Justin Fields. And let's say the Bears continue to build that defense. What say you now? With that scenario, because that sounds good. It can't, it, the argument can't be, Gabe, Justin Fields is going to be great if you just did X, Y, and Z. And all those quarterbacks that are coming out, they're going to suck. Because that's what you're telling me. Well, damn, listen to, the, listen to the opposite side of that. Listen, smell the green grass on the other side then. A Drake May that comes out and throws for 4,000 yards his first season. The first of its kind for Chicago. Let's say Drake May comes out and does that. Yeah, he got 11 interceptions, but he dropped 32 dimes for tutties. Like, and what, you're pissed now? Because the Bears are sitting atop the NFC North with a great defense? With still more draft pick compensation coming next year from the Carolina Panthers? Like, come on. Doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that sound like a team that that people in the NFC are going to be fearful of? I'm not saying it's going to happen. But the possibility exists, and I want you to, you know, take a dive into the deep end and, 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 and wade a little bit. Wade in there and tell me how it feels to have a top five quarterback in the NFL. I feel nervous for saying this, Gabe, but... Is there a similar situation that you're trying to pan out right now in, in Green Bay? They're kind of letting Jordan Love loose a little bit. And yeah, he's got a lot of interceptions, but he's got a decent amount of touchdown passes. And Nah, I don't believe in Jordan Love. So You don't believe in Jordan nah, Love? hell no. Nah. I don't believe in Jordan Love. So. Would you take Jordan Love or Justin Fields as your franchise quarterback? I'd still take Justin Fields. Again, I still think Justin Fields is a 13 to 17 quarterback in the NFL. Let's be very clear. Right now. Yeah, whatever. He's good enough. You know what I mean? He's good enough to be a starting quarterback and better than, you know, Daniel Jones. Better than, do you know what I'm saying? Desmond Ritter. No, not better than Kyler Murray. No way. Kyler Murray? No way. So, I mean, he's better than some of these guys, but that's that's where how you get to 17. Because you are better than them in this year, right? So let's go take some more calls. Man. 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez here on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Got stuff all day ready for you guys, but right now we're taking your calls. Let's go to DJ out in Fort Lauderdale. DJ, and I want to be very clear. I do not want the offensive coordinator to return, so I, too, lay blame on them for the, the, where the Bears are at right now. Hey, you know what? That's a great point you made. To be honest with you, uh, I'm a little upset with you a little bit because it's not Fields, bro. If uh, if God came down and played for the quarterback for the Bears with this scheme, Joe Montana, Fields, this scheme sucks. 
This team sucks. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. The DJ, let me stop. Wait, wait, wait. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me just real quick because I got a question. Hold on, hold on. You're right. Hold on, hold on. You're right. You're right. The scheme sucks. Look, these guys, the players are playing their ass off. Okay, they're doing a great job, right? But you can't do a jet sweep, bro, on third and one, bro. You can't turn down <laughs> field goals, bro. Let's go back to the Broncos game, right? Okay, we can go there. And we can actually go back to the Detroit game, right? And it's a lot of ifs, 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 right? You're correct what you said. If we have the right coaches, we have the quarterback here. I live in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I come from Chicago. I went to Chicago Vocational High School. I played with Jawan Howard. Um, shout out CVS, right? Nick Buck is right. But long story short, here's the here's the point. You have to have somebody that know what they're doing professionally to have this. They have talent. The talent is not an issue. But what I've seen today, the talent is right there. It's on point. The thing is, the coaches let them down. And I don't care who you have as quarterback. Go draft whoever you want. If you keep this same thing going, it's irrelevant, bro. And look, two games I just mentioned, 14-point lead, I'm sorry, a 21-point lead versus Denver. Oh, my bad, right? So let's go back to the Detroit game where we are up 12 points, four points. That's not Justin Fields or your quarterback. And you know what? You know, happy holidays, but this is a problem in Chicago. Right. We do not look at real things. (laughs) It's looking right there in the mirror. Right? It's right there in the mirror. Look at it, fans. And we go all the way out the way and blame the quarterback, blame this person. It's literally right there. Guess he has to go. Seriously, a jet sweep. What about the field goals, right? Here's one problem I really have with this game. How about the challenge call when he stepped out of bounds? No, we don't challenge. What do you have to lose? A lousy timeout? No, let's take another look at it, right? So you can't blame Fields. Fields don't play defense. Fields don't do all of that. But see, this is the problem I have with professional football because people look at it like the NBA or tennis, right? It's quarterback, 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 quarterback. It's not all about a quarterback. It's a team sport. And you have to have great leadership in order to win. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I hear you, and you do. You're making some great points, DJ. I appreciate the phone call. Man, happy holidays to you too, by the way. <laughs> um, new offensive coordinator. I wish I could ask DJ one more thing. No, but but I don't. I don't want. I don't want to. I'm just, but I'm curious because I know the answer though. And it's me just like trying to pinpoint things that people are saying. Like he's like, you could put Joe Montana in. Joe Montana would have won that game. Just want to be very clear. Joe Montana with that defense. Would have won that game. Silly argument on my part, but I know what you're trying to say, DJ, is that, you know, the coaching staff, and and they are young, right? In terms of experience at that level, Eberflus didn't have it, first-time head coach. Luke Getze, first time being an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Then you got, you know, it's just, man, it's... It's a lot to ask 
And it's tough. It's tough, right? Because how often do we, right? I know you guys are up right now, probably at your jobs or heading to to your jobs. How, how, how often do we think like we want more responsibility at our job and we feel like we can do it? And we're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They should have gave that to me. I could do that, right? And then you get it and you're like, whoa, whoa, wah. And you just need a little grace because, you know, you feel like, hey, I can get, I can figure this out. I just need some time to like, you know, memorize the numbers or, you know, this kind of stuff. And so I want to be able to give grace to Lugetsi and, and Iberflus and be like, okay, you guys are learning on the job. You know, have you gotten better? But I think for me, it's the, it's the stubbornness that I see. DJ talked about it, right? The jet suite, Tyler Scott, and third and one. Weren't you just... Weren't you just talking about giving it to DJ Moore on the outside and maybe and saying like maybe that wasn't a good idea? And here you are on third and one doing the same thing like that. Somebody uh, was met, you know, we've all saw it. First play of the game. He did it against Minnesota the first time. Justin Fields almost got his head knocked off. Where he said, We know they're gonna come and Brian Flores is gonna blitz us, but we're gonna go five wide because we're smarter than them. Same thing today. Like, Run the ball first play of the game. Like just prove like prove that you're tougher than them. Let's not let's not think that we're smarter and better than them because we're not in terms of the defense in terms of the trenches. They got after Justin Fields in the first play. You hit his arm. So what did that tell you? You were wrong. And there's certain instances like that throughout the game where you you can point to it and you're like, yeah, I don't like that. Right? I need someone that's playing chess, not an arrogant form of checkers. We continue. It's Gabe. It's 670 to score. We're taking your phone calls. Uh, let's go out to, is that JK? Oh, JR, my bad. JR from Chatham. JR, what's up, man? What's up, Ramirez? Hey. <laughs> Look, I told you about this. We don't need the, the revolving door anymore, okay? We need the stability, <laughs> You know, so now I want Justin Fields to be the quarterback, but I'm not averse to to drafting the quarterback. Not no Jake May, though. Okay, let's not go to the ACC because the ACC was weak this year. Fair. Let's go. Let's go somewhere. Let's go to the West Coast. But Pac-12 had no defense. No, 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 no. They were strong offensively, but they had no no team had had defense out there. Well, we got to be strong offensively, and that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about a quarterback play. We're talking about Knicks at Oregon, or we're talking about Penix at Washington. And you and you just said that you didn't want the Heisman Trophy winner at USC. You would rather get the guy at North Carolina? That's not my question for you, though. Okay. My question <laughs> is, where was the Bears' brain trust when our quarterback, Justin Fields, was out for a whole month and Flacco was sitting up in front of a TV with a beer in his hand? Mm, that's good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay? And then we got to face this big six-foot-five-inch quarterback that can sling the rock all the way down the field. Okay, that's okay. It's okay. We kept with the Division Two quarterback that the man just fell in love with. 
at the what the Senior Bowl or whatever bowl he was watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Senior Bowl. It was Senior Bowl. <laughs> okay, so I'm just saying to you, I'm saying to you, like the man in Fort Lauderdale just said, it's a team sport. Yeah, I hear you. And so I'm for. I'm for. I love the fact I was set up there and watched the Forty Niners. The man slung Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, slung the ball down the field. His running back caught the ball, fell down. He was so wide open. Got up and ran it into the end zone. But you can do that when you have other offensive weapons. I hear you, Jr. It is a team sport. It is a team sport, and you bring up you do bring up some good points. But I want to just you know go over what you said. You know, you said you don't want the revolving door. You know, and then you, you talked about Cleveland, but you know they have four quarterbacks this year, starting with Deshaun Watson, PJ Walker, DTR. Speaking of our Pac-12 love that we both have, I, I just like watching exciting football, and so bad defense equals exciting football. <laughs> A lot of points. And I like the Pac-12 because I'm up late at night. So I was able to watch Dorian Thompson Robinson at UCLA last year. And, you know, you talk about not having Flacco, but they went and got P.J. Walker before they got Flacco, you know. But I hear what you're saying. Like, but also the Bears didn't think they were going to be winning or this close to the playoffs, I would say. But Bajan went 2-2 two and two anyway. So, you know, Flacco probably would have done the same, more or less. I do want to talk about my William, uh, Caleb Williams versus Drake May take. And I don't think I've given that enough, enough time yet. And so, like, the reason why I, I, I want Drake May over Williams, it's twofold. One is a draft component. And the second one is because simply of what I watched last year, right? This year I tried to, like, just, you know, watch games and see tape and see what they did. But, you know, I watched both of these guys last year. I did a college football show last year, um, you know, and it was me, it was a guy named Pete Futek, who's a college football expert, and we would watch week in and week out, and he's a huge Lincoln Riley fan, loved USC last year, and so we were, you know, watching these games like crazy, and he was a huge fan of the team and of, of Caleb Williams, so I was at week in and week out watching Caleb Williams, and then me, because, you know, obviously we're talking college football, I'm looking at the other quarterbacks that are doing well, and that's why I really liked Hendon Hooker, and I'm glad that he went uh, got drafted in the league and that he's healthy right now, playing for Detroit. He was someone who I really liked. I loved his style of play. And then Drake May was somebody else who last year, not even before the Bears knew they were going to have a chance at either of them, this is just my take from last year that I was like, yeah, you know what? I like this Drake May kiss. So then when, when Caleb Williams was winning the, the Heisman, I was like, what? And I was like, okay, well, they came on late. They put up a bunch of stuff. Ah, Drake May's not winning because he's with North Carolina. Caleb Williams, that makes sense. But then when, when Caleb Williams became like the unquestionable number one draft pick, like what people were saying he was going to go number one, I had that same guy, Pete Futek, who I did the show with last year. He was on the BetQL Network. I had him on my show, and I was like, hey, Pete, what's up with everybody talking about Caleb Williams? We were watching this. We were doing this thing together last year, and we didn't. And you know what he told me? He's like, Gabe, everyone out there is everyone out there is just idiots. They need a storyline, and this is the one that they're running with. That he's just the greatest thing they ever seen. So twofold, right? One is that I saw him last year, and 
So I want to remain true to my take from last year without letting this year, you know, really, really get in the way, just even though I saw him and I just, so I want to hold true to that. The second component, right, where I would, where I want to may over Williams is because I know it comes with excess draft picks. I know if the Bears go down from one to two, you know, let's say if it is Bears one, New England two, and New England wants to get Caleb Williams and they don't want anybody else to leapfrog them, so they give you some assets. And as a result, somebody gets Caleb Williams and you get Drake May. So you get Drake May, draft picks. Sounds great. Sounds like a a, a team that's continuing to build their roster and they want assets in the form of draft picks and potential trade pieces on the roster so they can continue to be good annually. Because I think that's what we really want, right? Again, I was talking about this on my show this week. You know, I do the night show. That's my real show. And, And it was about, you know, whether you want Justin Fields or you don't want Justin Fields, we all want the same thing, and it is for the Bears to be good. And so uh, I know a lot, a lot of us are bickering about, you know, what should happen, and we think the other opinion is just absolutely foolish. But if we're pushing in the same direction, I think we're going to be happy with, with what we get at the end of this, and I, I just can't wait to see it, and I hope you guys can't either. Uh, it's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score, taking your phone calls, though. Uh, let's go to uh, Steve on the north side. Steve. A lot to be made from this game, man. I mean, Bears lose to the to the Browns, twenty seventeen. Um, you know, a lot of blame to go around, uh, but there's one in particular that that that, that you feel like uh, should get the majority of it, right? Uh, yeah, Gabe. Uh, good morning. Uh, if I if I may start off, this is very unfortunate for uh, Ryan Poles. Uh, I'm quite sure that when he made these acquisitions with the head coach and uh, the offensive coordinator, and and we we lost the defensive coordinator, you know, this year. Uh, he's going to have – those going to be some tough decisions that he he's going to have to make. Uh, I am an outsider looking in. Uh, I've been following this team for the last three years. Uh, I – Kind of question uh, the hiring of the coach. Uh, I thought it was just too soon. I, hey, Steve. Uh, hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Yeah. You're going to be able to talk to me a lot better if you lower your radio because it's throwing you off and it's, it's, it's messing with your timing. So I got you, bro. Oh, yeah. Lower your radio and then, yeah, I got you. Because I want to hear what you got to say. You're saying some good stuff here. Yeah. I got you. Okay, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that uh, Ryan Paul's going to have to go through this again. Uh, I I see three problems. Uh, the coach, the offensive coordinator, and uh, uh, Fields, uh, this is just my thing that uh, – uh, Luke Getze, uh correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't he an offensive coordinator with, with the Green Bay Packers? No, he was the quarterback coach with the Green Bay Packers. And that's what a lot of people are have, have issues with, is that, you know, it, it, it's kind of like when Phil Jackson, people were kind of knocking him after the Jordan uh, championships, dollar in the bucket, talking about the Bulls. Uh, it's like, oh, you got to hit Jordan. You, what, what are you talking about? Oh, you had Kobe. Like, what are you talking about? 
then you go to the Knicks and you're not able to duplicate the same success, right? It's like, are you the beneficiary of having coached amazing Hall of Fame players or are you good? And so I think with Luke Getze, I just think maybe, I don't know, man. When I look at, you know, when I look at the roster and how it was being broken down, it's kind of like makes sense that Luke Getze and Iberflus were hired, right? Like you knew that the Bears were going to be torn down. And in that situation, are you going to bring in some top tier coach that's going to build this thing from the ground up? No, you wait till your team is almost there, just like the Cubs and Craig Council, right? You, you David Ross it at first until you Craig Council it. And so I think that Iberflus was given the opportunity. Poles was given the opportunity. Getsy was given the opportunity because this thing was going to get torn down anyway. And it was more of a, hey, if you can produce, then hell, you can stay. Uh, but if you can't, if you can't, then you know what? Hey, you can put head coach on your resume. <laughs> you can put offensive coordinator on your resume uh, moving forward. And, and I think that's where they're at right now, where you look at, get, for me, I look at Eberflus and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like Eberflus is the person that I look at when you talk about continuity, when you talk about running the back, when you're talking about leading men and giving people more opportunities. Eberflus is the guy that I look at like, okay, yeah. Yeah, your team was 3-14. and 14. You got them to show up every single week last year. This year, there's been so much drama surrounding the team. Coaches, Chase Claypool, Justin Fields not performing, Tyson Bajan, you know, Jalen Johnson's contract drama. All this stuff is happening. And you still got your guys coming out here believing that they can win five straight at the end of the season to make the playoffs. That sounds like a good coach to me. Right? It's your offensive coordinator that sucks. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That could be better. All right? And so I could, that's a fix. Remember, we got rid of Lovey when he couldn't figure out the offensive coordinator situation, and we still regret that. So, you know, don't want to make that, not that I'm comparing the two, but I'm just saying, you have someone here that's there, and then, you know, the OC, I, don't, I have no problem moving on from. All right, let's go to Henry out in Rockford. Henry, I was, uh, if, if Justin Fields gets 200 yards, Henry, if Justin Fields gets 200 yards, then I end up winning a ton of money, Henry. Uh, but one of the big drops, one of the big drops, Henry, was not only the 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 Darnell Mooney drop, but it was also the Robert Tunyon one. And well, that one hurt. Oh heck, that hurt more than anything. And this is a guy that come from Green Bay. That when he was with Green Bay, he was killing the Bears. He caught everything. Since he's been with the Bears, he can't catch anything. What happened there? Yeah, that was saying that was tough. Justin Field put that right on the money. He couldn't have wrapped it any better. And the dude dropped the ball. And that would have been a touchdown. I was listening to the announcers. He catches that ball, he's in for a touchdown. And I'm saying, and you can't, you, everybody says that Justin Fields, oh, my goodness. Then, then right before the half, he threw the Hail Mary, and somebody clocked him, and the refs didn't call the flag, and Iberfus didn't say nothing. What the heck, man? Yeah, it's tough. You know, it's- I, I'm, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good, man. I, I think there's a lot of frustration, right? When you're watching that game, Henry, there's just like so many areas to be frustrated in. And you know in a game, there's like obviously there's going to be these moments that can be catastrophic and that change the course of the game. And, you know, momentum is a real thing, right? Robert Tunyon yeah, makes that catch. Well, Even if he goes down, it gives your team momentum. It gives them believability, oh, right? Eberflus talks oh, about that yeah, a lot. They, you got to know. You got to know. There, there's a 
there's a field goal waiting right there. We could have had that field goal. We would have been up by, you know, been up uh, enough to sustain any type of, of Joe Flacco uh, uh, heroics. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, my goodness, you know, that defense, the Bears, the Bears got a defense that is coming. Like one or two players, and this defense is going to be. It's really, really, really looking pretty good. I'm, I'm still a Justin Fields fan. I really am because I'm 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 looking at the play calling. I mean, is that the most creative play calling we could come up with? <laughs> look at what look at look at what Flacco did. Flacco fades a little to the right, fakes a little to the right. It's almost like watching Aaron Rodgers play against the Bears again. That's all he did is to reverse roll out, look downfield, and there was a a a, a Bears safety a bit bit it, and he throws the ball over for a touchdown. And I'm saying, what is with our team, man? Can't, can't, you know, when you got a lead, you got, you know, you don't want the guy to get behind you. But every time in a critical situation, here we go, there's a guy get behind you. That that was a, a like a, a third down and 12 or something. And here goes Flacco doing his best. Aaron Rodgers imitation, throws the ball down the field, and nobody's there to be seen. And I'm saying, are you kidding me? I mean, if we would have stopped him right there, the game would have been pretty much over. Yeah. They would have punted it to us, and it would have been been done. So, all I'm saying, Gabe, is, you know, uh, last year was a tank year. There's no way Ryan Poles was going to let uh, Justin Fields win a game last year. Come on, guys, wake up! Tank, tank means getting draft pick. All those fun, those draft picks you're talking about, well, they came that way because he got rid of all the all the uh, good players, and he tanked it last year. Justin Fields had six good games, six, seven good games where he could have won the game. But now, but that, that wasn't the point last year, but look at what we're talking about this year. And I'm saying I I'm, I'm with a lot of people. I think it's Getsky. You got to get a better offensive coordinator. Yeah. Who, who does that? I <laughs> yeah. mean, and he's the, he's the one that he's the one that brought, you know, Robert Tunyon with him, but you know, I think they both can get going at that point. People, somebody said, I, this has happened a couple of days ago. Somebody said uh, Marvin Harrison jr. At one, and then Brock Bowers at eight, <laughs> and then you got look. Don't 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 like that. Don't like that. You I look, didn't. I didn't like. I I was just sort of intrigued yeah, by it. That's what it was. It was it was Cole Komet and Brock Bowers, and then DJ Moore and Marvin Harrison Jr. and Justin Fields still at, still under center. It's something that I've not heard before. I got to raise an eyebrow with that. All right, I have the name of one edge rusher. That is a free agent that I feel like if he were on the Bears, he can be a difference maker. The same way Montez Sweat has made a difference for this defense. Who is that edge rusher? I'll give you that name in a second. Then also, uh, let's take some more phone calls. 312-644-6767. Taking your Bears thoughts. It's a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank. And it's not a game, Illinois, right here on Chicago Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. 70 the score. Flacco under pressure. There's Sweat. He's got him. Montez Sweat, his second sack of the day. Five and a half sacks on the year. And the Bears defense standing tall again. Well, he's just going to be running a game right here inside with his buddy Walker and they're trying to pass that off on the right side with Hudson and Teller and they don't get it cleanly but I mean he's only been there for a few weeks now he's already got sack dances with Walker <laughs> nice and choreographed yeah play what working their long games we're back live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 the score everything's better with choreography even Tyler Ferengal my producer he and I we do a we got a little after show, little ditty that we do together. Check us out on TikTok. <laughs> it's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670. The score is a Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Montez Sweat, two and a half sacks today. Pretty damn good. Who is the defensive end that I would love to see on the opposite side of him? I'll tell you that in just a second. Uh, but we do got a great day lined, for, lined up for you. Um, Dustin Rhodes coming on at 5 o'clock. That's when I get up out of here. He has the pregame show for you. Then Mully and Haw. Uh, they take over with Olin Cruz at 7. That's great stuff. DJ Moore coming on at 8. Brad Biggs at 9. Bernstein and Holmes. Uh, they got Anthony Heron and Dan Weeder at 11 and 12. And then Parkinson Spiegel. They got Kurt Warner at 240. Mark Grody at 4. And then Jalen Johnson jumping on at 5 o'clock. He's, he's, I always listen to him because I'm up. By that point, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have to work in the overnight. And then I always want to hear what he has to say, too. So I always make sure. And I'm always picking up my kids at that point. So I always make sure I listen to Jalen Johnson. Um, so the defensive end, who is a free agent that I would love to see on the opposite side of Montez Sweat, Daniel Hunter from Minnesota. Bears killer. Imagine him lined up on the opposite side, a guy like that. There are a couple of other edge rushers that, you know, Chris Jones, let's not forget, he's going, he's coming back. We're looking at, not an edge rusher, but a nice little interior lineman. Imagine him next to, you know, Billings, with Montez Sweat, and then maybe like an edge, you know, second-round pick. Sounds sexy. What's, uh, what kind of money would you give to Neil Hunter oh, to come care. to Chicago? I don't care. Money conversations are, those are not my favorite when it comes to talking sports. Yeah, it's a tough part about being like, a GM. Oh, how much money? I don't care, bro. You figured it out. That's not for me. I just tell you who. And you figure the money part out. Josh Allen from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Another good, you know, edge rusher that could be up there. Fourth and sacks. You know, it's, it's people that are there, man. There's some people that could be had. Uh, but Daniel Hunter just sounds like crazy. He's always he's always in the conversation every year. So to think he, you know, he can be on the other side of Montez Sweat is, is nasty. 
uh, as this defense continues to get better. Um, and the show continues to get better, too. Why? Because we're going to be taking your phone calls. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Mike out in Humble Park. Mike, welcome to the show. Yeah, hello, Dave. I kind of I disagree with you in that you don't believe in Jordan Love. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. Here's a young quarterback that is. Are you calling me about Jordan Love? Up until uh, up until right now, with virtually he has he virtually has no running game. Uh, obviously, Aaron Jones has missed a big chunk of the Hold season. Hold on, time out, time out. Wait, 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 one, one second. Hold on. Put this phone call down for a second. I am not talking about Jordan Love and whether you agree with my take on Jordan Love. My bad. Mike from Humboldt Park wants to talk about my take on Jordan Love? No, I, I'm not taking that call. Sorry. And I never do that. I like every call. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not talking, having a conversation about Jordan Love. On 670 score on the Plumbers 911 Football Monday. Uh, <laughs> absolutely not. All right. Uh, if you want to talk Bears, though, I'm here for that conversation. 312 644 Let's go to let's go to Marcus out in Rosemont. Marcus, talk to me, man. Uh, I want to know what your thoughts are. You know, you a lot of people complaining about Lou Getze. I mean, it seems like the same issues week in and week out. Man, it is, man. Um, I'm um, Marcus. I'm based right here in Chicago, man. Rosemore, Rosemore neighborhood near Pullman. Oh, okay. I got you. My bad. Yeah, no worries, man. I'm calling from the um, Odyssey app. It's my first time using. It. I like it. Oh, I love it. It's pretty dope. Yeah, the Odyssey yeah, app's pretty man. cool, man. When you download it, and you get like you should sign up for the subscriptions in the top right or like yeah, It'll man. Give I, you been, I listen to some of your old stuff. Okay. I listen to yeah. It's, it's pretty dope. That's what's up. But um, I'm I'm. I actually forty three today. Today is my birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. And I remember a time when we let quarterbacks develop. Do you remember these days? <laughs> like when people had time to develop. And I'm not asking for that. I understand we live in a different time, different era. Are you talking about the Bears or are you talking about like the NFL in general? The NFL as a okay. as a whole okay, okay. allow quarterbacks to really develop. Okay. Maybe about four or five years before they be like, ah, he's not the guy. Right. You know what I mean? So you got to remember, when Justin Fields, his first season, Andy Dalton was a starter. I think he played, like, the last three games. He started, like, the last three games when Dalton got hurt, or maybe four. Okay. So that was his first game action. His second season, they blew up the team. They were basically the Carolina Panthers, like, last year. But they were, in, they were close in a lot of games because of Justin Fields. If it wasn't for Fields, it would have been blowouts. I, that's my opinion. And then this year is really his first – season with some type of weapons, a good offensive line, and we got a great defense. And I do want to give a shout-out to Iberflus. He's doing a great job calling defense. Today wasn't – some of the decisions weren't great, but he's also learning on the fly too. This is his second season as a coach. Not to give excuses. You know, these are grown men. I understand. Right. That's a profession. Um, but I'm saying this to say that I think our defense is awesome. I do agree with your take on adding – that piece, but it's just how much would you pay for him? You know, we get to that another time. But with Justin Fields, do you want to really go with a rookie quarterback? Yes. And <laughs> uh, do you really? Because and this is my reason. I do the Poles has only made a couple mistakes. It's, he's been great, Ryan Poles. Of course, Clay, uh, Chase Claypool is one that comes to mind, but Getty is another one that I say. Bayless Jones, don't forget about that. 
Yes, Valus, and he had a good game today. I'm not gonna even lie. He, I was happy to see him not fumble, <laughs> you know, not do stupid stuff. He he did, he did okay today. He had some he had some good moments, you know. But um, yeah, but Valus is bad. You know, that was one of the bad ones. But um, uh, let's, let's let's go to the Justin Fields thing because I think that's what your main point is right here. Yes, uh, my main point is um, do we want to go with a rookie quarterback? Um, and have growing pains again. I believe Justin's going to get continue to get better. That's what I'm saying. All right, let me take let me have you take I a break. Understand. Let me let me have you take a break for a second, okay, Marcus? And I want to because I want to I want to be able to you know still talk to you. It's your birthday, right? <laughs> so um, I I think with Justin Fields, my, when you ask me, do, you know, having a rookie quarterback and having to deal with the growing pains, we're you're still going to deal with some growing pains with Justin Fields still. Right, it's not as though you're going to go into next season and everything's going to be fixed. You're still going to have that frustration with that quarterback position, right? And that's okay because, to me, the Bears' window for championships or to compete at that level is still two years out. So you're still going to have to deal with growing pains regardless next year in one form or the other, right? The thing with Justin Fields versus the quarterback, right? Let's say if you do bring in a let's let's stick with the Caleb Williams situation or scenario, right? If you bring in Caleb Williams and for what people are saying, right? And if he is a Justin Fields, right? There's still room for growth, right? So you're bringing in a guy that is exactly the same, if we're using this scenario, that is exactly the same as Justin Fields on a cheaper contract for a longer period of time where you still have money and draft picks to add to the team. And then Caleb Williams will be coming into a better team than Justin Fields came into when he was brought in for the Chicago Bears. So, it's all of those things that come into play and also the uncertainty that remains with Justin Fields, right? It's not, there's no definitive conclusion with Justin Fields that he will be great if you bring in an offensive coordinator and add a couple more pieces to him, right? There's no definitive nature to that. And I think that's the part that I'm fearful of, Marcus. Right. And but I understand that. And it's, but it's no definitive to Caleb Williams as well. Exactly. As we, said, we, we played in the Pac-12. But, but, but had no defense. Right, right. But if you're going to say that Justin Fields is going to get better, then I get to say, right, I get to say in my yeah, argument that Caleb yeah, Williams is going to be good. And now we're – and so, you know, we can we can both do that. You know what I'm saying? But there's one thing we never even talked about, uh, okay. Gabe. Does Caleb even want to come to Chicago? Keep okay, it real. That's a whole, is that's, he going to pull an Eli right, on right. us? That's a, whole, that's a whole different conversation. I, I think he – I think seeing – I think any quarterback, right, if you're looking at the Chicago Bears and what direction the arrow is pointing in, you'd want to be the quarterback of this team if you were good. If you were good and you saw this defense and you had DJ Moore and you knew they were going to add some weapons to it, I'd want to come play over here and be like, let me be the quarterback, you know what I'm saying, with, with this thing. That's why the new offensive coordinator, like even if it is Justin you know, under center next year, the new offensive coordinator can't come in and like, or I wouldn't want him to come in and do like a whole new offense. Maybe you got to come in and be like, hey, you got to take over this offense and make it better so that Justin Fields doesn't have like a crazy learning curve. Now, if it's somebody else, then it doesn't matter, right? If, it's, if it is one of these rookies, then, that, then bring in whoever you want. I don't care. Uh, let's go to... Let's go to Marvin on the south side. Marvin, welcome to the show. Hey, Gabe, how are you? Chilling. All right. So I, I talked to you a few times yeah. and during the during the uh telecast today they were talking about how many other quarterbacks actually struggled against the number one defense in the league and 
Joe Burrow when they played Cleveland earlier this year. 82 yards passing. That's cool, Joe. 80, I mean, 82 yards, 14 out of 31. Kenny Pickett, 15 out of 30. Right. Down, down the line, Brock Purdy, 12 out of 27, 125. So, it, I mean, I know you have your hang-ups about fields, and so do I for that matter. Uh, I'd, I'd like to say I at least think Eberflus at this point, he should probably stick around. Maybe they do have to fire Getze. I think Getze gets a little too smart for himself. Uh, I think you may be right 13 to 17, maybe maybe 12 to 15. There have been some quarterbacks. I believe Hasselback won the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he had a chance. He did win the Super Bowl. So it's, I mean, but do you want a great quarterback? We've, we have, we've never had a great quarterback here. And I, McMahon, I, do, want, I do want a great quarterback. <laughs> the thing I know, is, but we've never had one. Right. Yes, we, I want one too. We, well, we, you know what? You know what we've never done though. You know what we've never done, Marcus? Taking a quarterback with the number one pick in the draft, Marvin. Yes, Marvin. But yeah, we've never taken the number one pick. But I can go Cade McNown, trading all the draft picks for Cutler, Trubisky. It's, it's been so big. Jim McMahon was the last decent quarterback, and he. He only had to be decent because the defense was phenomenal. The defense is getting back to that point. That's why I said maybe they should keep Eberflus. But Getsy gets a little too cute when I don't feel like you need to get cute. And I, I truly believe that he doesn't utilize fields the way that he does. You should utilize them. And a lot of people don't – I'm sure you were watching the game – as they were marching to try to for the game tying field goal, uh, Scott dropped the pass right in his hands too. Mm-hmm. You got you got to have some better talent, and the game is a game of inches, and that's that's any sport: football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Gosh, you got to make those plays, man. So is he misses some, but he puts it where it needs to be at some of those right times too. That that's that's all I really got to say about that. I mean you. Everybody's so hard. He's got the weight of his shoulders on the entire city. And inside, I know he's got to feel like he he can be great. I wish you would have won your money today also. Damn, me too, Marvin. (laughs) For a litany of reasons. Uh, They would have won. He would have gotten his 200 yards Mm. and so many other things. But maybe simplify the running game or something. I I don't know. Somebody's got to pay for this year being a failure. But they were only supposed to go seven and ten anyway. That's what they said at the beginning of the yeah. season. That's all I got to say right there. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, Marvin. And you know, yeah, Tyler Scott you know, got to come up with that in the fourth quarter. Fortunately, he had the thirty-yard game, you know, shortly thereafter, and was able to contribute. But you know, it, it's a there are growing pains, and that is without question. And the Bears are going through them right now. But what you have to be able to do, right, if you if you tore this whole thing down last year, what you were doing was you were evaluating the talent in real time, right? And damn, I sound like uh, Eberflus, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Evaluating talent in real time, right? So, <laughs> and then, but, but it's a, it's a constant, it's a constant evaluation is what I'm trying to say. And at the end of every year, you're trying to yeah. figure out how to make your team better. 
And I think that the Bears are still in a position where no change is too drastic because they're still not a, a very good football team. So no change is too drastic in order to get yourself on that side. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do and what they feel and deem to be necessary in order to get in that position, in order to be good, because they're going to have another high draft pick. I can't even, it's like, oh my God, I can't even believe it. Doesn't matter. It does not matter. I could care less. <laughs> I hope he cares about, about the number one pick in the draft. All right, we're going to take some more phone calls. All right, the phone line's got a couple open. 312-644-6767. Where are you on the Odyssey app? Whether you're driving around to work or you're there right now, uh, you got some thoughts about this Bears game? Bears take down, the, or excuse me, Bears fall to the Cleveland Browns 20 to 17. Uh, what did you think about the game? We'll take your calls next. It's Gabe Ramirez right here on 670 The Score. I don't know. What's up, yours? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.